This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Expose yourself. Show them what you're all about. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to Exposed Dragged Out. It's a podcast where I, Joseph Shepard, talk to some individuals who may have been on a RuPaul's Drag Race franchise in some shape, form, way, or another. Um, one of them I have chatted with before. The other one I have heard sing to me before, but unfortunately it was not, you know, next to me. It was on the TV screen. It's the one. It's the only Juice box and Cynthia Kiss. How are we doing? Uh, Hello. So good. Thank you for having that, us. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Maybe I'll sing for you again. Maybe I'll sing for you again. Oh, you <laughs> should sing for me again. I mean, I'm still very confused about that performance from season two because I literally, in my head, I was sitting. Okay, let me just be perfectly honest with you. Canada season two was not doing it for me. I don't know what it was, but there was something missing in it. And I don't know necessarily what it was. I feel like the talent was was there. It was me. It was me who was missing. Yeah, Uh, it was Juice. It was me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're making up for that with with our new podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And when I was watching that musical episode and then... Cynthia, when you were like singing, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm at a Broadway show right now. Literally, oh this God, is, thank you. I was like, give it to her. I was like, this is it. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, what the fuck? So it's the runway. Like it was the runway that did me dirty. And if full transparency, it was the last thing I made getting ready for the Thunderdome. Like it was this, I don't vibe with clown themed things. So I kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And then clearly... you could like feel it through the design, like as I walked down the runway. And so I think that robbed me of that chance. But then I thought I did booger singing because I never got critiques. I never got to get feedback from the judges. And you know, queens, they're never going to be like, like you should have won that. Like everyone, it's a competition. So the whole time I was like, did I just embarrass myself? And then, yeah, apparently one take, there was like lipstick on my teeth. So I was like, I think I shit the bed. Like, this is embarrassing. I shouldn't have gone for that role. So the response when it came out was honestly maybe a bigger win than actually maybe placing. Because Pythia's double head was iconic. Like, that was one of the cooler looks of the season. So, you know, I think it was a season of the runways. And that was Isis's game. That was Pythia's game. And Brooklyn's jealous of pretty blonde girls who can sing. <laughs> C- Cynthia, the the biggest rant that I had your entire season was anytime you would sing, they would pay you dust, regardless. Dust. 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 Like even the country music episode, like you were singing your life away and they yeah. were like, you were fine. I was like, the lyrics, Are you fucking kidding I'm cutting me? ties with manipulation. And what are it you was, doing? Manipulating. And they paid you absolute dust. It would make me violently angry. I would get so mad. I remember one time I ranted about it on the mic with you next to me. And I was just like, I am so mad. It was was nice to hear. It was really (laughs) nice to hear. And I think sometimes being robbed is like the new winning. So I got to lean into that. I feel like that made me like really solidify who was like a Cynthia stan. And so I don't know. I kind of I kind of vibe. And I'm definitely coming out with music. It's happening. We're working on it right now. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Juice, juice. What have you been (laughs) up to? I mean, I see you all the time, you know, sexy, shirtless, whatever you can do. And then you pop on and you're playing video games and your makeup is flawless. Like, what's life like for you the past year? 
well, life has been, um, life has been good. I've, I've done a lot on Twitch. I've been able to get a lot of opportunities through that sort of facet. I was able to host like, um, like I co-hosted the Dead by Daylight Pride stream and that was super cool. So I've been able to do a lot of like things online, which has been great, especially because Canada is in a perpetual form of lockdown no matter what we're nothing like la where you guys just get to be open and thriving we are just like constantly having doors slammed in our face so it's been nice to have that outlet of things online and it's kind of nice too because there's not a lot of queens who were on drag race in that facet and there's not a lot and there there are some but i don't think they go as like hard as i do i went balls to the wall into this there is some who do i'm not going to try and discredit them and like, I'm not to take it away from any of the girls on Twitch who who work their ass off, like go for the gold. Like, I love it. But I feel like from the drag race girlies, I feel like I fucking put in, I put in a lot of work. Yeah. But I also feel like you love the craft of what you're doing. I feel like some queens don't necessarily fit into a certain mold. And so they try every facet possible and it may or may not work where it's like, if you're passionate about something, like you see it and people are going to respond well to it. Yeah. Thank you. 100%. She's the Twitch queen. Twitch girly. So what's going on with you guys now? Um, I saw that you both were twitching the other day. Um, yes. What is, what's happening? What's in the works? Well, Juice and I, for a minute and a half, were like, should we do a podcast ourselves? Like, we're so chatty when we get together. And then we had heard the rumblings of certain contestants being on Drag Race UK versus the world. Tiny so, rumblings, little tiny rumors. rumblings. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we were kind of just waiting for announcements of that series to launch. And then they came out and we're like, all right, let's do it. Pedal to the metal. I got myself a little microphone. Juice is already so set up with her tech that it was like me kind of playing catch up. And I understand why you love Twitch Juice. It's like a hangout, especially in an, in a time where we don't get to do that as safely in person. I don't know. I'm a bit paranoid with COVID at times. Whereas with Twitch, I was like, well, I can't, not, nothing can go wrong. You know what I mean? I just will embarrass myself in a different kind of way. <laughs> but it's still a podcast though. It's just that we decided to do Twitch as like a really big opening for it just so people could like see our faces they could kind of hear our banter between each other and they could participate right so we wanted that participation of the chat so that's why we did it on twitch to start so people could kind of like vibe with us but now it's going to go forward like i think the only time we're going to do live events is if we have something big and exciting that will be like oh we'll do something live we'll make we get it, like, new a big deal. we get new wigs we want to show them off <laughs> let's go live let's go on Twitch. let's go live for a new wig i look really cute today let's just do the podcast live today yeah exactly <laughs> i'm feeling skinny let's go on yeah, i'm go feeling live. skinny it's it's the one day this week that i am then i'm Girl, gonna eat myself to sleep oh my god tonight. go to a dress fitting before christmas and then go to a dress fitting after the holiday no yeah. do you want to know when a good time to do a dress fitting though right after you get home from drag race you have lost so much stress weight oh yeah it just just glides on, bitch. Mm-hmm. Just glides on. I know. Well, Juice, if you lost that much stress weight off of coming off of first, you, I mean, you know, like... Oh, just imagine maybe. how skinny Priyanka was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you guys are going to be covering UK versus the world. What mm-hmm. is different about the way that you guys would cover a franchise compared to somebody else you might listen to? I would say I think our take is going to be it'll have that Canadian flair. Obviously, I think Juice and I have never had the experience of doing the show in front of RuPaul. So I think that's the hilarity of calling ourselves like semi-qualified to speak on it. Like there'll be times where it's like, girls, what do you know about this? We'll be like, hey, 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 we sort of know how this works. And so I think there's just like a beautiful humility and honesty and um, a conversation that Juice and I get to have that's um, almost removed enough from like the American queens that we can, I don't know, I feel like we're just going to like say whatever the fuck we want, like, and not worry what happens. Yeah, we have we have a different experience than, than the American girls, I find, because they've had, especially the girls who have been in it for a while, they've had such a, a different experience of what happens on Drag Race and what happens post-Drag Race than what's happened with me and Cynthia, that I feel like it's such a bad word to say, but we almost have this like still sort of wide-eyed vision of what Drag Race is, and we don't have anything too jaded because we did go through it and obviously we had great experiences, but we didn't get to do a lot of those grand things. So I feel like 
a lot of what we can look at it through is still sort of like it is still very new to us and it is still very exciting to be able to see these things. So I think that's our kind of fresh take on it. And the one thing we both love is attention. And I love so attention. <laughs> on a weekly basis, getting that hit, man, oh man, Joseph. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I always get to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, like the morning that I release a podcast or a video, I'm like, I can't wait until somebody sends me a random image of their penis. Like, yeah, you know, I like, don't get those. <laughs> hey, you don't? Just, I don't. Everybody gets them but me. Do you and ask for, the, for them blatantly? Because I feel like, Joseph, was there one point where you were like, send them pics? Oh, no. Oh. But I think one time I talked about it on a podcast. I said something, See? I got one. And then people like pick up on that stuff. And they're uh, like, oh. We'll bring that into semi-qualified queens if you really yeah, want. You yes. yeah, 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 you should. Yeah, you And you should be semi-qualified and not semi-hard. You should be full hard. You know? <gasps> there you go. Oh, Always. Always. oh my God, you stole my joke. I was going to do a semi-boner joke. <laughs> we could even <laughs> do like a, we could even do like a rating system where we, we call it dick of the week. And we'll like t- we'll describe it. Exactly. We'll like say what what we rate it. <laughs> I love how Joseph's like, "How is your podcast different?" And we're like, "It's the exact same. We're gonna do the dick pics." <laughs> <laughs> but tune in every Friday. <laughs> tune in every Friday. Listen to us talk about cock. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys watched all of the other international franchises where these girls are coming from? Um, back to our point, semi-qualified. No, we have not <laughs> no, seen no. all of it. Um, no, we have you know, not. sometimes it's because it was too traumatic. We, we both coming back from our seasons, it was like, it's too fresh. Like, you yeah. don't need to watch Holland that. literally happened as soon as mine finished. Like, Drag Race Canada season one finished, and then Janae Jack. Is it Janae Jacquet? Is that how you say it? Janie Jacquet. Janie, Janie. Jacquet? I, yeah. I said Janae for like a whole episode. That's fine. Um, but hers, her season literally happened as soon as mine finished. I gave a little shout out to Rome. Room? Rome? Room. How do you there say you it? go. Room. Called her room. Yeah. Great. Uh, gave her a little message being like, hey, girly, welcome to the first out club. And then I didn't touch the rest of the season because I was mm. just like, I, I, I can't physically do this. Yeah, I'm super happy I did it. It's just like so draining, like doing the show and everything. But to watch the final package just after you've filmed yours and it hasn't come out yet. So you you can get into the weird headspace. So we haven't seen all of them, but as far as the contestants that are going to be on the show, I've done like a deep dive into like their Instagrams. We're playing catch up a little bit so that we know each queen as intimately as let's say Jimbo and Lemon. So that it's like yeah. our fair take on everything. Am I extremely biased to the Canadian girls? Of course I am, but... Yeah, I mean, but as, I mean, the Canadian girls that we have are actually pretty fucking good in theirs too. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. let's bring up these girls. Let's talk about them. So our first person that we were introduced to on this international UK versus the world is Bag of Chips. Did you guys watch UK season one? Yes. Okay, so at least you have that there. And there's three girls from there. So you're good in that front. A hundred percent, especially if it's UK versus. I feel like I was talking to Juice about this. Joseph, do you think there's an advantage to the Brits? With this franchise, like it being UK versus, like, is it home turf advantage? I think that they were trying to make that like home turf advantage. Like, I think it was like UK versus the world. And then they were saying like, oh, it's just the home country. And I'm like, but that's the weirdest name ever for a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're positioning it to be like, there's all these UK girls versus all these other girls, like who's going to yeah, be from on everywhere top. else? You know, what yeah. I mean? it's like come here. So I thought that was interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if that actually plays into it with the comedy, like the challenges, the writing, because the UK version is very British. Like as much as this is an American franchise, I feel like that creeps in. So I am curious. Well, you guys, okay. So when you guys went on the show, you had the potential of winning money. These yeah. girls are not going to be winning any money because this is on BBC Three. And they're the production company that puts all that out. Would you ever do a franchise where you would not be guaranteed $100,000 or more? Yes. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Only because... Cynthia is so fast. That was the fastest. Yes, of course. Yes. Attention. And I'm I'm sitting here like... I love attention. And It's just... Cynthia, girl, it's so expensive to go on that show. It is. To not get money. But I know I could bring it that it could turn into memes, which could turn into merch, which could turn into, okay. you know, bing, bang, boom. Okay. So okay. it's like, I see it as a catalyst for like future, um, I don't know, you just want to stay top of mind for people. We all have the attention spans of house flies. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like one more chance to do it. I also feel like I have 
a couple things I'd want to show, like a glow up, but it does cost money. So I know what you're saying. It'd be expensive. No, it's really hard for me to glow up though when I was already just so beautiful. So stunning. So stunning. It's so hard. How could I glow up? I could um, <laughs> What? I love a when relatable ta- problem. I know. I love when people tag me in like glow up posts and I'm just like, bitch, I look exactly the fucking same. Don't you <laughs> dare try you and spot say that the that's different a glow challenges up. are getting harder and harder. Yeah. I have I'm beautiful no matter what. No, but I don't know if I would go back. I think I think if there was there was no money involved, Cynthia makes a good point. Like it is money in the future and bookings and everything. I think for me, it would have to be a post-COVID world. Like I'm too traumatized from watching my whole season in lockdown. I would need the guarantee that I would be working. Yeah. <laughs> like, COVID has been be like, so long that I forget sometimes that Juice's yeah. season was like the beginnings of COVID lockdown. It's fucked. And I totally forgot you guys didn't even get the ability either to like go out to your bars and everything and really host shows. I mean, I think that you, I saw like maybe like one and then it was like, yeah, like, I got lucky. It was, out. it was funny. The timing yeah, you worked for me, I was able to basically, I was booked for viewing parties all but one week because there was like a funny loophole with COVID protocol where they weren't full houses, but they were like, you know, packed to you know, a safe capacity. And so I felt fortunate in that sense. It was a little more open than when Juice was like, your whole season, we were literally like- Me and my mom watching yeah. me get eliminated with me ha- with me <laughs> with wearing lashes in her living room. Super fun. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always thought like the most random shit. I've always been like, okay, so you're talking about like money and how much money would go into this if you were to like go into another All-Stars franchise and there'd be no- monetary prize. I always think in my head, like, what if it was like, you go really hard on like one outfit. You don't know what place this outfit's going to go on. You don't know if it's first, second, third episode, but you're going to wear that outfit the whole motherfucking time. I mean, like every runway, you should walk out in the same outfit. I think that like, I always think in my head, like, what is going to make people laugh? What is going to be the meme? Can you imagine if a girl, like, the first episode came out in one thing and the second episode came out in the exact same thing and everybody's like, what the fuck? I actually think you would get sent home. I think you would get sent home week two. There'd be no way. It's like, you maybe would get two, you could you could pull that stun once if you added something to it. Like, you maybe evolved it, Pokemon Evolution. But, like, if you are literally doing the same thing, it'd be like, I don't know. And... Not well, to do too much well, insider baseball. You yeah. kind of share with what you're going to bring. So if you if you technically, you have to kind of show what you have in your luggage. So I don't know if that would work. But to Joseph's point, Kendall did wear a bodysuit and made it to top three. <laughs> and it was almost exactly. the same bodysuit every week. So, oh my God. You know, that could work. It could work. There we go. <laughs> that was actually work. the beta test. Did it yes. work? Did it work? Yeah. Well, Joseph, do it like Kendall, this. What? No, no, do it like this. Do it like this. Start with a bodysuit. And then the next week, the bodysuit has a skirt. And then the next week, the bodysuit then has sleeves. And then the next week, the bodysuit has a breastplate thing to it. So the, every week, you add something that fits to the theme. So then by the last week, and your your grand finale runway is just this like... Moo-moo. Moo-moo evolution I fucking of, love of that. every single runway. So each runway is just like a portion of the clothing. That would be kind of gaggy if you could get away with it. I actually love that juice because I've always said too, I've always wanted to see somebody do the reverse. Like don't do a reveal, but like if you're do you're putting on clothes, like I would love to see something like that. I'm like, I don't know how that it reverse hair. reveal. So you start with a little pixie and by the end it's just like oh 20 my God. feet of hair. Stop. I love it. I'm Joseph, not we, it. season season twenty for Joseph. That's what he. Yeah, season he twenty for me. We're gonna come through. <laughs> okay, so what do we think of Baga? Baga was in Frock Destroyer. She was um, had the crazy much better. Do we think much that better. Baga is going Blech. to be a front runner? Oh yeah, what a I great talking so. head. So charming. I think, like, the whole time, it's, like, she is an example of someone that, like, RuPaul just loves, and so they can just be themselves. And it's almost like um, they just chew up the scenery, like, everything happens around them just existing. And Very so like Alyssa, like yeah. Alyssa energy. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And then that can piss off other queens, because it's, like, you don't even have to do, like, a character study. You are the character. But, um that doesn't really matter in Ru's eyes. So I think she's going to go far. Yeah. I think as long as Ru can laugh at you you're Gucci, you're fine. And I have a feeling that Baga has that ability. So I have a feeling she'll be 
fine as long as because I'm not sure how the eliminations work in this one. Like if it is all stars rules where it's the other girls that do it, then mm. she would have to impress the other girls. But if it's regular season rules where she has to impress Rue, I feel like she would probably last like really long. But we still don't know kind of how it works with the eliminations. That's actually a really good point. It's a really good point. No, it is true. The voting girls off thing changes it. It's like it's a whole other strategy. You yeah, have to be Shangela. like likable, not too good, not a threat. I don't know. It's it's like social dynamics. Mm-hmm. I want them to start like putting little like hidden idols throughout the workroom and stuff like Survivor. <gasps> like Survivor. And then like somebody could hide it and then not tell anybody. And then they're about to be eliminated. And then they're <gasps> like, nah, bitches. And then the other person has to go home. Like, come on. Like, I would lose my fucking mind. Aren't that's we so smart? Aren't we forgetting about like the chocolate bars in season 14? Oh, do you think that's what that's going to be? Don't those kind of, I feel like Joseph, you well, might be clairvoyant right well, now. Can, can I just say one thing? I would just like to say I can easily provide the proof. About five years ago, four or five years ago, <laughs> I was interviewed to be a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race. And one of the oh. ideas I had was the exact same thing. However, it was with li- it was with fingernails on a hand. And so as opposed to chocolate bars, you would pull these things off. And basically what would happen is like, one would be for like a cash prize. One would be for like saving oh. yourself. One would be for X, Y, and Z. Oh. And what you pulled, like it would be basically like your mini challenge win. So you'd pull that and then... You don't have to tell the girls at all. You can just keep it to yourself, blah, 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 blah. So when I saw that chocolate come up, I said, let me go through this email and reread what I said. Because <laughs> looks familiar. <laughs> yes, it looks familiar. very familiar. This looks I very love familiar. this idea. <laughs> I came up with it. <laughs> oh, my God, Joseph. Joseph, uh, you were wrong. And then I rewatched my Jimbo interview that I did at the first of the Pandy. Yeah. And literally, I said, Jimbo, wouldn't it be the coolest thing if there was just a season of all international girls and you were on it and you owned it? And now somebody like sent that back to me. And like, I think that you can predict the future. I was like, you never know. Oh my God, I'm sticking know. with you. So yeah. tonight is actually going to be season 14. The chocolate bar thing is happening tonight. Uh, so we're going to oh, know yeah. if you're clairvoyant literally in a few hours. I'm screaming. Next, we have Blue Hydrangea. Yes. This was I one of my favorite outfits. I love her. Look at that hair. It's just She's got so that like, fluffy cloud hair. I love mm-hmm. it. I love this outfit. I did not like Blue Hydrangea last season or <gasps> season one. I yeah, I, I couldn't get into the vibe. I'm with you. You didn't catch the vibe. I think that her makeup and her beat is flawless. I think, but there's just something about a personality that doesn't like click with me. Yeah, oh. I don't know. I like her because she gives me like um, sassy, sassy twink who surprises you because she's actually fast. She's one of those, like, you know, when you meet a twink at the bar and you're like, I'm going to hate this person. Like, I'm going to drop the F-bomb as soon as I meet them because I'm going to hate them. But then they actually end up really smart and like really quick and they can keep up with you. Like, that's what I get from Blue Hydrangea. Like, she's really fast. She's funny. And she comes up with these jokes where you're not expecting them. And they, they, she makes me laugh. So I I really enjoy her. And I think she'll do well because her looks are always, I think, incredible. Like, I really enjoy her looks. Top tier. The looks are always... The looks Chef's are always kiss. there. But yeah. mm-hmm. maybe we need to... In, I, I need to inject some personality. Just a tad. Just um, a tad. <laughs> Cheryl Hole. Speaking of personality. Cheryl Hole. Cheryl Hole. See, I like my Essex gal. My little Essex babe. But we didn't like this promo look. I don't like the promo look. And I also don't know because she kind of didn't do very well on her season. Yeah. So it's just like, I hope that she does well, but I don't, I don't, I don't think she will. I feel bad saying it, but. From what? For why? Well, just because like she did do quite mediocre on her season. And I felt like really, I don't really know what carried her through so much. So it's like. What's to say, like, it would be, well, she has a lot to prove. What carried her on so much is that they were waiting for Cheryl Cole to be on the show so she could meet <laughs> Cheryl Cole. <laughs> exactly. She got, she got her moment. Yeah, She yeah. got her moment, and, and then she, she went home, like, right after that. And they're like, and you're done. <laughs> Didn't, wasn't she top four? Yeah, fourth place, yeah. So. Fourth place, they Cheryl had a long came, time. Cheryl came fifth, and then I think that she went after. That's crazy mm. to me. But mm. I have a question about these type of outfits. So, like, the one that she's wearing in this promo. Yeah. So when 
I don't, what is the fabric or not fabric, I guess the material that's the top part? So that's like some sort of um, fiberglassy or like solid material. Like it's not your classic cut and sew fabric. And then you could either through techniques of like submersing in liquid, like water, you could mold it. Or sometimes it's with like a heat gun, you mold it, but essentially you create the shape. They probably would have done a body cast on Cheryl or just done it on a mannequin, which I think they did because the fit isn't amazing. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, the fit's not good. Yeah. I think they did it on like, let's say like a a display mannequin for Mm. like, you know, Forever 21 or something. Just like not her beautiful, unique proportions. And what it did was give her, I don't know, I just feel like it's less flattering than it could be. Because it looks beautiful. I love the color. Yeah, I love the color. And I just like, my only wish was that it would just be a little... A little yeah, bit more go body wider shit. with the yeah. bust. Like, yeah. go ham, go big. Yeah. It looks like she has tiny. It, do you remember Boa's titties on episode one? The tiny potato <laughs> yes. titties? Yes. It's giving me tiny potato titties. Like, they look too high and they, they look sit too small. Just right in the center. <laughs> right, right in the center, right up there. And if they were a lot bigger and the skirt was a little shorter, I think I would like it better. I think this is like a little Griffin's too chin. <laughs> what is yeah. this? The, knee the pads? shoes. Oh, the shoes. I hate the shoes. They're not even matching. That is the a shoes. theme across this promo. A the, lot of the shoes, shoes, are, bad shoes. are a little bit of an afterthought for every It's gal. almost like they told them, like, don't worry about the shoes, you won't see them. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be and in a pool of water. <laughs> just a pool of water, you won't see your yeah, shoes, yeah. and then all the shoes make me violently angry. We'll fix them in post. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll fix them. Oh, I would have at least been like, please, can you just make them the same color as these? Like, at least something. Sometimes hologram stuff looks like the color from a certain angles. So you tell yourself, and then flash photography, it does change certain things. So it, for girls out there, take a photo with flash because then you kind of see how it's going to read. Sometimes that stuff tricks the eye. You know, in person, I bet you you would have thought, see the little bit of purple that's kind of shining from the back of the heel? I guess. Mm-hmm. That, I guess. perhaps in her mind, she thought was more coordinated. Holographic, it'll get you. Yeah. But also, like, there's A, B on it, and where's the rest yeah. of the A, B oh, in the whole outfit? Oh, to that point, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. A, B? A, B is a stone. It's a uh, Aurora oh. Borealis stone. Aurora Borealis. Oh. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. It's like the clear ones that shine, like, holographic. All the colors. A, B, a, B ah. stones. They're my oh. favorite stone color. I love, I love an A, B stone. Everybody loves an A, B stone. It's like, a, looks like the rainbow. <sighs> Janie Jacquet, Holland season one. She was a runner-up. You did not so know good. about Janie Jacquet. Y'all gave a good little, good little know. watch, you know. You yeah, know, you we should give images. a watch, yeah. I mean, she was my favorite look, so it makes me want to watch because yeah. everything, like this is what, what what we were saying and when her and I talked about the looks is what we were saying is that Cheryl's bust should have looked like this. She should have yes, overextended I the chest. She should have, yeah, the hip. She should have done those things to hers because I think it would have complimented her a little bit better than the way that hers is kind of fitting on her because the way that Janie looks is incredible. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. about hers from head to toe, her makeup, the the horns on the shoulders, the horns on her fucking pussy. Like the I didn't boots. notice that before. I didn't notice that either. Oh, it's so fucking good. Like, and this looks like for me, like video game nerd, this looks like a hot video game character. Like this is who I would choose to run around and just be like, I look so cunt. Like, I am yes. stunning. And when she took off the cape for one portion of the interview, she just had, she still looked like sickening. It's like with the bare shoulder. It was the fantasy I was, I wanted. I didn't know I need. Oh, the horns. I'm really excited too, because Rue hasn't seen the Holland girls or the Canadian girls. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a totally different vibe. Here's hoping she likes them. Exactly. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. That's my Here's, worst fear. It's like go on there and have her like just fucking hate you. Well, I mean, she most likely could. Just yeah. don't wear H and M. Hopefully. Oh my god. Exactly. Screaming. I don't want to see any fucking H and M. I was <laughs> I was going to say something, but we're trying to get on those All Star seasons, so I'm not going to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I always find it very funny because there are some girls that I interview and they're like, I don't give two fucks. And, and then they'll say they'll say so much shit to me, and then it'll be the next day, and they'll text me and be like, "Can, can we not that? put that in?" And I'm yeah, like, exactly. "Bitch, you just came on here and spilled all this stuff, and now you're like, oh no, Ooh, I'm trying to get on, I'm trying to get on the oh, next ulcer." Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your sister Juice, Miss Jimbo, Jimbo, from your first season. Um, Jimbo, have you guys worked with Jimbo before? Oh yeah. 
I haven't worked with her, but I've met her. She's really nice. Oh my God, me and Jimbo have never done a show together. <laughs> so no, you haven't. <laughs> we haven't. We've never gotten the opportunity to show together. We did a we did the reunion special together, but we've never done a show together, like in-person show. Which she I'm tells just it how it is. Now. I Does was she? I was pleasantly surprised. She she actually doesn't come with a lot of uh, of a filter. She's very just like what you see is what you get, <gasps> oh, and I like I that. that. There was the odd time I was like, whoa, like I wasn't anticipating that. But yeah, she she tells it as it is, and I she's sober, that. so she's very like present at all times. Whereas sometimes I'm probably like three drinks in. Yeah, she doesn't drink. <laughs> she does not drink. So it's like all of this big personality and stuff. Like she puts that on, but then she can still be very sharp and with it. So I, I like it. I, I met her I at a Jimbo. point where I was a little sloshy, so I could almost not keep up. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can tell you're so, like, you're very lucid right now. I'm not. <laughs> Actually, Cynthia, that was not Jimbo. It was Jumbo, the drag clown. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is all but a huge mistake. I love Jimbo, though. I'm so excited for her, and I'm so happy she's there, because I think she really deserves it. I thought her interview was fun. Oh, she's funny. And she just played up the camp, and she played up exactly her, all of her Jimbo-isms, and I'm excited to kind of see because I really enjoy her artistry and her runways. And I feel like now that she's had that year to like, speaking of glow ups, like she's had that year to like, you know, really glow up and kind of fall into the, can I tell you, I just figured out Jimbo and Bimbo. Like that's the whole thing. Like she's oh. just like the hot Bimbo mom. I didn't fucking know that. Oh I just thought- girl. Jimbo was just a funny name. So she's barely been able to like fall into that hot bimbo, big tittied, like plastic surgery face, the flipper teeth. Like she's been able to really fall into that character a lot more. So I'm excited to kind of see the runway she brings with that artistry and with that mind. And also with the funds, because I know she's fucking raking in the gigs. So she was probably able to like really give you like drag. So I'm excited. Drag mama. I just hope those humongous titties she's been wearing recently make it on the show. Those, like, I feel like her tits, her breastplates keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, keep bringing it. To the point where she won't tell you where she sources them. Yeah, I asked asked her and she said, oh, no, that's a secret. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) She's like, girl, not everyone can be Jimbo. Everyone just be running around with, like, my one shtick. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. She was very soft and sensitive about it. Like, she wasn't gatekeepy, but she was very, like, no. I was like, okay, that's fair. (laughs) But she kept at the gate. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, no, babe. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited. Do you know what, actually, what I was thinking? Every week, they grow by a cup size. So then by the finale, she has a wheelbarrow. Of oh just my God. fat fucking titties. Like, that's <laughs> what I would love. That's yes. I love that idea. Yeah, she just rolls out in them. She can't lip sync because they're just too big. <laughs> <laughs> the song is Coconuts by Kim Patricia. Oh my gosh, there you go. <laughs> you do, you, do you think that Rue's going to get Jimbo's sense of humor? Or do you think it's going to be opposite? I, I, I want to say yes. I want to say yes. Because Rue seems to gravitate towards kind of the off-beaten path. Slapstick, um, the sh- the sh- um the weird and kind of like so strange it works. Like we just saw Willow Pill and the talent yes. show eat meatballs and throw them into a bathtub. And like at first you're like it it crosses that point of like what is this to what is this? I love this. And so yes. I think Jimbo kind of exists exclusively in that area. Like mm-hmm. measurements alone, you're just like what yeah. is this? I love it. So, yeah. And Rue really enjoyed, remember when um, Yara just jumped up and down with these big titties for her talent and yeah. Rue was beside herself. Like she was cackling. <laughs> like I feel like Jimbo will just exist and she'll be like, exactly. like laugh. <laughs> yeah, I think she'll be fine. And that would be such like a, a win for Canada. I feel like, I don't know, I've, mm-hmm. I've, I said this to Jimbo. I was like, there was a couple like meme worthy moments from season one of Canada's Drag Race and like episode one, the mountain scream that got everyone watching Canada's drag race for a whole season during lockdown. So I don't know. I think we have a lot to owe as far as like maybe a second season, a bigger budget because of the success of moments like that from Jimbo from the first season. So I'm like, honestly, I tip my wig. I honestly think like we may not be there without like moments of success like that on the first mm-hmm. season. Or, you know, moments of success like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman yelling at people with exactly. bad makeup on. Being a, a terrible judge. Oh my God. JBC. Wait, 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 JBC. Cynthia, when you, when you went into season two, did you expect the same judges from season one? 
I did not expect JBC Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, but I thought <laughs> maybe Stacey McKenzie would be there because I really love her raspy voice. I love shoulders Stacey. back, shoulders I, back. <laughs> I will say, in defense of JBC, he was post production very kind, very I'm kind sure and very that. sweet. Yeah. yeah, just just in just because I know he gets a lot of bullying, so I wanted to be like in defense. But yes, in the filming, it was. Quite a lot, Mr. It was the first time I realized a judge can get the villain edit. I was like, oh shit, they're not even safe. They Mm -hmm. they don't go unscathed now either. So you know (laughs) nobody's safe in the editing room. And you could feel it in season two. They were a little nicer, let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they learned their lesson from the first time. But I also believe that it was probably on the cutting room floor too, that there was possibly some good that didn't get to see the light. Yeah, like a softer side, no for sure. But I think they were trying to pull a- along the like the drama. They wanted to make you watch and any press is good press and if it's people saying like wow, the judges are so mean, they're still talking about it, right? And they're still watching it and they're going to watch the next week to see if those judges are going to still be just as mean. And like did it push a lot of us girls to go absolutely insane? Yeah, but did that look <laughs> really fucking good? Yeah. <laughs> Did we queue over on the main stage and need a towel? Yes. Yeah. Did I make thousands of dollars in merch sales from my panic attack? Yeah. So (laughs) it's cool. (laughs) Next up, we have Juju B, who's been on every single season of Drag Race. The Um, Thanos of Drag Race, yes. Seriously. Seriously. So she was season two. We had All Stars 1. We had All Stars 5. We had Queen of the Universe. We had Drag Mm -hmm. U. We just had her on everything. everything. Her comedic timing, her like the way she answers any sort of question, it's like, I just I just want to be that likable and funny at all times. I just love how she never really answers a question seriously. She's like... She takes it seriously. Look at her. She's stunning. But once she gets there, once she's in the room, I just feel like she comes at everything with this, like, sense of humility and comedy that I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't ever want her to win. I just want her to compete year <laughs> after year after year after year. <laughs> Rue's got her on retainer. I swear to God. Well, I mean, she's, she's the one actually winning out of all of this because exactly. she's the one who's constantly on screen and she's getting that paycheck just yeah, by existing relevant. in the space. So mm-hmm. you, she, she, I would say she may have not have gotten a hundred thousand dollars from any of these shows, but she's probably made $100,000 just by appearing on, like, as many iterations of Drag Race that she has. And she's taken a very good note of, I want to be on TV so many times that I'm going to buy every Forever 21 dress as my promo look, so I'm not spending money that is not needed. Like, if you think about it logically, like, these are all very simple outfits. They're n- there's nothing wrong with them, but at the end of the day, too, why spend so much money on a promo look? Just I concur. Joseph, look at her boots. Look at her fucking boots. <laughs> oh my gosh, are these the same boots? No, they're, they're not. Those, they're not the same boots, but she has a entirely brown leather, absolutely strikingly beautiful outfit on. It's one of my favorites. She looks incredible. And then she put on black suede boots. I am violent. Yeah. Why did every girl wear ugly shoes? <laughs> would, you, would you have rather her have put on these clunkers? No. Would Honestly, that have looked yes. better? At this point, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. She loves a black footwear. She moment. loves a black boot. Yeah, she does yeah. love a black boot. She love. I'm noticing that all of her dresses are so simple. She does scoochie woochie. That's juju. That's part of what I love. Because yeah. When she gets talking, when she opens that mouth, you don't even give a fuck. You're more yeah. entertained than that than blue hydrangea. I wish they'd still let them get drunk and untucked though, because her drunk and doing that. When she got wasted and then did that black velvet lip sync, I still watch that to this day. If I'm feeling down, I'll put on Jujubee's black velvet performance and be like, oh, I fucking love drag. Mississippi, <laughs> middle of a dress. And she looks um, wasted. It's so good. When did they stop letting the girls um After drink? that episode. Oh, that's like that was, the tea. I thought they put a cap on it. It wasn't that they couldn't drink. Well, no, no, no. Like they could drink. Unlimited. Like, okay. You just get one drink. Like, we were only allowed one drink, and you guys weren't allowed any. No, zero drinks. Zero what? drinks. What? Yeah. yeah, Joseph. It was awful. Why? Dry. Because the sponsor was that the sponsor. Was water. Yeah. The sponsor was water? Uh, like, yeah. It wasn't a Sparkling hard seltzer. Water. It was just a seltzer. <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I think one of the downfalls of season two is you guys were all too sober. sober. You were just all sober. 
I'll also be honest. Like I, I think about it too. And I'm like, well, if I was there, I don't feel anything until I'm like four or five shots in. Like it takes me a while. Like I'm not a lightweight. I'm extremely heavyweight. So when I look at it, I'm like, I would just be sitting there and like, why do I want these calories? Come on, give me something else. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. But do you, I just, what if you um, haven't eaten all day and you have a drink? Does that give you a little buzz? I would say that two shots would, like two drinks would potentially if yeah. I didn't eat all well, day. Yeah. I mean, that's what Priyanka did one episode. She just took everybody else's drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they should put weed in the middle too. Oh, imagine. Then I'd be thriving. Everybody just gets stoned and untucked. Oh my gosh. Maybe it's like, <laughs> And they also have, like, those random chocolate bars. Ruse chocolate bars can be weed chocolate, edible. THC. Yeah, you have an edible right before you get on the runway, and as soon as you're in Untucked, you're like, whoa. The things are just, like, everyone's just kind of, like, slowly swaying. Just like, hey. <laughs> and then that's when they would bring on, like, just how um, Willow Pill did. It's just all Enya music and all very slow... Uh. Oh my God, I love it. All the performances incorporate eating. You've got the munchies. Yeah, <laughs> someone's hiding because they're a little too paranoid. So they're yeah, just like exactly. scurried in the back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Is this sativa or indica? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Lemon, season one. I'm so um, this was This was your, uh, you were against Lemon, right, Juice? I know, but she's a Virgo, so I'm immediately attracted to her. Virgo's attracted to Virgos, so I love her. I, I can never hold it against her. We're trauma bonded. <laughs> yeah, very that. Trauma bonded. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I love her teethy smile when she just gives you the like, the very almost like Hillary Duff, like it's almost flat eye. It's more her first promo. When she shows the chicklets, it makes me laugh because she often does it after saying something kind of cunty. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'll just be like, ding. <laughs> or like on purpose bimboy, like on yes. purpose stupid. She's yeah. like, wow, don't you feel stupid after she yeah. said something obviously she stupid? She knows how and dumb she's being. Yeah. She's so, oh my God. I'm so radically biased towards Lemon because I think she is the funniest person on the planet. When life gives you lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon gives you life. Next up, we have Mo Nikart, now known as Mo Hart. Season 10, All-Stars 4, and now we have her. What do we think of this look? I hate it. We had some feelings about it. Okay. And I think the the, the easiest change would just be omit the tight, the American Thank apparel. You. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're uh, the worst. They're the worst. Yeah. I would have loved to just see that upper thigh. Give me that, like, Beyonce mm. moment. I wish the wings were also a different shape and or longer. I feel like they look like they were, like, cropped for, like, a suitcase. And I feel like they could be more glamorous and more, like, l- like large and overtaking. Like, imagine if you double the size of the wings and got rid of the tights. The vibe. I am on board, right? But I feel like it's, like, it cheapens the look with those tights. And I also, I don't like the the hair and the... The hat, I, th- I don't like the purple in them that doesn't match the rest of the, the look. Cynthia brought up a good point. She said there's wonderful pieces separately, but together it's a lot. It just feels that way. They feel like separates. I feel like one too many textiles, uh, materials were incorporated and it just, um, they don't talk to each other. They're not having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her makeup, though, has blown up. Oh, I yeah. love her beat. And I just love her. The minute she's, she started talking, I didn't care what she looked like. I was like, I'm ready to see you back on TV. Like, yeah. I'm ready for this. And it's and the new name. Now. The new name. Mo. 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 It writes itself. I, I want to know, when you guys did your promo looks, did you actually wear the promo looks that you had brought? Or were you given the stuff like I've heard every single girl say? Oh, I, I wore what I brought. Mine yeah. was completely hand-cut leather. They they couldn't even try and give me something else. I looked incredible. No, yeah. <laughs> I think I think now that, like, for us, it was more like, hold this prop, or, like, that's mm. how you became part of the set. It wasn't, like, put this on. I feel yeah. like There was all no the girls... costume department with ours. None. No. That's, that's good that you got to, like, be original, though. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. That'd be Oh, weird. they could have tried to fucking give one of us. Imagine going up to Scarlet Bobo and saying, don't wear that. Wear this. Oh my I god, would, girl. She'd be like, what do you mean? I look amazing. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 um, Thailand, we have Pangina Heels. Um, did you guys watch Thailand? I've seen the best of moments. Yeah, on I've just YouTube. seen best of. Yeah. 
um, just because I feel like we struggled to find a version with subtitles. Like I couldn't, like I just could Correct. not catch one. So I just, I, I know that it's one of like the best seasons of Dragon. Like everyone talks about how it's the best one out there. It's so good. I just honestly have never given, I've never done it. I've just never done it. And I should, and I will, <laughs> but I just never have. I have tried <laughs> so multiple guilty. times. <gasps> you can't vibe. Can I tell you the reason why I can't vibe? It's because the production value and how it looks. It looks like it was shot on a potato. Yeah. Something for me, I'm like, these girls are giving me looks and everything is there, but it literally looks like it was filmed in the back alley and it's (laughs) less budget than season one. But wasn't wasn't there one workroom where it was literally just all these glamorous screens? Like one girl, I saw a video where she comes in looking like Ariana Grande and it's just like that workroom looked wild. Like it was screens yeah. everywhere, but all of the like interviews were on like couches. Like they were oh, yeah, 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 yeah. couches. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, it it was um that was an unfortunate part because we get so spoiled with the American version of the show just being like the best mm-hmm. of tech that um anything but it doesn't it doesn't hit the same sometimes. You want yeah. that like fantasy, right? Yeah. But yeah, some of those lip syncs lighting themselves on fire. Oh yeah. The f- <laughs> I also wonder in my head, though, when it comes down to it, Thailand was technically like the first yeah. spinoff, but nobody knew about it. It wasn't really talked about the way that when RuPaul was like, oh, I'm it's time for UK drag race. And everybody's like, mm-hmm. woo. Yep. Thailand just kind of went to the wayside. So I had always wondered in my head, like, if they just lease the rights to them as opposed mm-hmm. to like franchise more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, they, I think they basically, like just my theory, this is my theory. This is, I don't know any fucking thing. Again, semi-qualified, live in Canada. But my my theory is that like, I have a feeling they gave it to Thailand. They didn't live for it the way that, because it's not franchise. It's not built the way that the other drag races are built. So I have a feeling that they like almost saw the way that they were handling Thailand, learned from it, and then made such a cookie cutter franchise for everybody else. Like everyone's runways, vaguely still look the same everyone's workrooms vaguely still look the same like we had a giant maple leaf in ours and like i guess that was like they had to fight for that like because everything has to like look the same do you think it's fair i know there's been a lot of like controversy on if it's fair that a host is coming into the competition um well only because the way this season maybe didn't pop off i think it's okay like because in some ways, we were saying, you know, when they call it the Olympics of drag, I feel like this is the first version of the show that actually feels that way. Because, like, everyone's coming from different countries, like the Olympics. And so, for me, it's like, yeah, bring your best of. Like, I think that's that's awesome. She's gonna yeah, and it would it. be, it's so weird. I'd almost say, like, having Brooklyn go to, back to all some kind of All-Stars would be unfair because she also hosts a show. It's like, I think the only like unfair advantage would be for hosting would be like if RuPaul was competing on her own show that I think that would be the only real unfair (laughs) advantage like Pangina's coming in is just another competitor that a lot of us haven't seen and who like like I don't even really know Pangina's qualifications she posted a Princess Serenity um thing on Instagram the other day and I was very excited and so that's a big qualification for me so I really liked it but like I don't know what her career was like before Drag Race so for me it was like if it was this large lavish thing she traveled the world she's like on billboards all over I may be like eh, maybe a little bit of an unfair advantage but for me it's like I think we know so little other than she was on the show I think it's fine it's pretty, I think it's a bigger risk field. Oh, she has huge. that as a judge, you almost already get that kind of extra oomph, and then you could be risking all of it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. If you Brooklyn could go were first. to do this, what if, like, I don't know, first week snatch game? And you know, like again, unfortunate. Like, the, you know what I mean? Unfortunate. Imagine. So I feel like in some ways she came with more pressure on her shoulders. Yeah. And she's also a fucking killer dancer. That's what oh. she was known for. She choreographed like all of the Miss Universe and stuff pageants. So she has a a dance roster in her back Mm -hmm. pocket. And she's hot, too. Have you seen her out of drag? Oh, my fucking God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my fucking God. She's hot. So there's that, too. When I interviewed her, I said, hey, I was like, we started talking about something. And I was like, Johnny, you look really good as a male. And I was like, do you have an OnlyFans? And she was like, 
Yeah, I'll give it to you. And it's a fucking free OnlyFans. I got so excited. I was like, uh, yeah! And then I like look and I'm like, no, I don't want no. your drag pictures. <laughs> no, you're like, I want whole. Show me your cock. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Here's my link. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, babe. And you're like, fuck yeah. Oh my God. But I'm excited. Again, though, Joseph, mm-hmm. the shoes, boots. Look at the black boots. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, not, not Monique, not Monique. But not Mo, sorry, and not Lemon. Not Lemon. But Juju, Ugh, black, yes. the black boot. Oh wait, are those? That'd be so. Jimbo did the black boot, but Jimbo tied it into J- the rest of the outfit. Yeah, and it's again with the black boot. Makes me violent. Cheryl Holes was also not to make you scroll, but it also not looks me. like Jimbo's wearing the same shoes as Pangina. <laughs> they swapped. <laughs> they swapped. <laughs> I think went. Jimbo's Jimbo's are the higher pleaser though. What's like, a Jimbo's, higher pleaser? Like just it's a just a higher style? heel. The platform's huge. But what is this? What is Janie Jacquet's? Is it just black? She, hers looks shoes? like a hoof, though. Like, hers makes sense. <gasps> oh. But it's not attached. You know? It's like, that's like a shin guard. Yeah. That one's the worst, I think. They're not a lot of <laughs> It isn't shoes. great. Yeah. <laughs> I also think the knee, uh, the knee guards are kind of funny on Cheryl's. <laughs> it looks like she's gonna. She like, should have had. She should have roller skates with it. It yeah. would have just made oh, it a whole camp. It would have been camp if she had You'd little be such roller a good skates. Drag race consultant Joseph, you have such good ideas. Everything oh, you're I saying, think, I'm like, she should have had roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> should have done that. Yeah, Joseph, Joseph, the the producers should be kicking themselves. Hey, <laughs> hey, um, was that all so, of them? Yeah, yeah that was nine. all of them. There's only nine, which is very surprising. Ah. It seems like there's not. A lot. So, have you guys spoiled yourself by reading spoilers? I don't want to because I want to be, um, I want to save all of my emotion for the pod. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I will start to be like, oh my God, I'm seeing it coming. Like, even us talking about the queens. I don't like to know. I just says maybe that's, that's still part of me. I'm a fan of the franchise. Like, I, no spoilers, please. I know, a f- I know a soft handful, but that's it. I just know a soft handful, but I do want to keep a lot of the the other stuff as a surprise because I, I want the gag, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it was All-Stars 5 or 6 came out. I made my straight brother. I sent him the spoilers and I was like, can you just tell me where X Queen places? Like, this is all I need to know because... And then he was like going through, he's like, you mean this one? I was like, yes, thank you so much for going through the spoilers and reading for oh, me so I won't know. My- oh, your brother, you made your brother go through the spoilers. That's so funny. Oh my God. So but now he's so for? into... He's so into Drag Race now. Literally, like, him and his girlfriend watch, and they'll text me every Friday now. It's like... That's so cute. Big fans of Metamorphosis. Oh, of course. Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Oh, my gosh. Is that what it's supposed to be a pan-off? Like, Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. (gasps) Girl. That's okay. We can't all get it. That's okay. We can't all get it. That's okay. I've had those moments, too. But, yeah, Metamorphosis. So, guys, as we close all of this out, I want to know from you all, when will you be putting out your episodes? Just go into detail. Plug yourselves. Plug your hole. Do it all. Oh, my God. I have been... My hole has been plugged this whole time. Vibrator on. Just <laughs> trucking my way through this whole podcast. Uh, our episodes are going to come... Sorry. Our episodes are going to come out on every single Friday. We are going to be covering UK versus the world every single week. And then hopefully we're going to have some content to come out after UK wraps because it's not going to be a very long season. So we're not just coming out for this little thing. We want to do this for the long haul. So we've got content coming up for you guys no matter what. Besties. We love you. We love Mm -hmm. you so much. We (laughs) want to say hi every week. Be in your ears. So yeah, we're starting Mm -hmm. with that. And then yeah, TGIF with your girls. Where can everybody find You'll be able to find it on Spotify, um, iTunes, like anywhere where you can really listen to podcasts. Anywhere you can right? listen to this podcast, you can listen to ours. Yeah, you'll see ours right under Joseph. So listen to Joseph's first. Yes, and then I'll then have the ours. link right below. And then you yeah, just click right it and below. go to that. Yeah, yes. so it's like three hours of just fun and listening. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how long everything's gonna be. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for being here, for chatting with me. I'm very excited to listen to all of your feedback, being on the inside and knowing some of these girls and then knowing also like how the international franchises work out. I also am excited to hear different Queen's perspectives on international franchises. I feel like the podcast world started hitting off at the first of COVID and we had like 
all the queens doing everything, but then the queens just got like, um, I guess you would say a little bored maybe, and they just kind of let things flow over. So there hasn't really been good queens, you know, talking about these international franchises. Until now. Until now. (laughs) No, we're in it for the long haul. I, Mm -hmm. the thing I wanted, I wanted to do something that COVID could not stop. And that's a podcast. And so from here on out, like I, we're going to be in your ears every single Friday with our wacky little opinions. (laughs) Talking about things, doing little interviews and chit chatting away and just, just being girlies, just girly things. Girly. 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 How, how far away are you guys from each other? An entire country. Yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah, we're on Bi-coastal. opposite ends of the country. Yeah. So, Cynthia, you're where? West Coast, Best Coast, Vancouver. Okay. Uh, and I am in Ontario. So, I'm on the <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> not, not by the water. But I'm uh, in Ontario. I'm in a small town outside of Toronto. <laughs> uh, but an hour flight away from New York. <laughs> if you outside. ever want to go. <laughs> You ever want to go to New York? Real close. <laughs> well, yeah. So we've got a fun little time change, a time zone difference. So like mm-hmm. maybe sometimes I'll be tired or Juice will be mm-hmm. tired. But mm-hmm. that'll that'll make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a lot of fun. Some episodes <laughs> are just Cynthia talking the whole time and me just being like, yeah. <laughs> Get sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> but we're so excited. I feel like this yeah. is going to pop off. and like, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. We cannot wait. And we'll have you on, Joseph. We gotta yes, have, you on. have me on. Yeah. Joseph, also, I told Juice, on. I hope you guys did. Start an email. Start a little yeah. inbox. Oh, we did. And for like a week, I was telling people the wrong email. <gasps> so say it <gasps> now. S- I, are you going to follow us at semi-qualifiedqueenspod <laughs> at gmail.com. Not podcast. Pod. Semi-qualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. Just That's email us. us. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. us. With your dick pics, with your questions, with your questions and dick pics. Yeah, OnlyFans subscriptions, uh, free trials. We are open to them. Thank you so much. And remember, there's two of us with two different IP addresses. So two of of those. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And please only send the OnlyFans links if the videos are longer than like three minutes in length. Because I get very mad when I subscribe to somebody's OnlyFans and then they're just 20 second clips. I'm like... (sighs) I and there's could no come shot. This on what is this yes, TikTok? Yeah. There's no come shot. <laughs> there was one guy I was so excited where it's like I signed up for it just for the month because it was on sale for like two dollars, and like all the come shots were on Twitter. None of the come shots were on the OnlyFans. So to be able to see the come shots, you had to pay. You had to do a paywall to see the whole video. And I was like, I could just go on Twitter if I want to see the money shot. If I want to see the end. If I want to see the the grand finale, I'll just go there. So why would I do the OnlyFans? An interesting Girly. marketing scheme. Yeah, that's the I don't the know if I agree shot. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Well, guys, where can everybody find you on the socials? At Cynthia Kiss. And then from there, yeah, my Instagram, it's kind of like hop onto my link tree, climb all the branches. You can find everything else from there. Or you can follow me on my slowly dying Instagram at <laughs> Juicebox Official. Uh, or... Go to my link tree and find me on all my other socials. Or if you want to hang out with me on Twitch, it's Juicebox Twitch. And you can find our podcast at SQQ Pod on Twitter or Semi Qualified Queens on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Follow it for all the weird esoteric photos we're going to put up, being like, what the hell is this? Because then we don't have our screen, we'll be like, we'll put it on the Instagram. We'll put it on the Instagram. So I'm actually yeah. really looking forward to the podcast feed. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Juice how you just went into like this whole advertising voice. So like you she guys like will it. be great for advertisers now. Like, you know. Thank you. Oh my God. I want ads so bad. I'd she like better help. to talk about off. better help. Yeah. <laughs> better help dead. Yeah. She literally goes to me. She's like, I can't wait to get a better help sponsorship. <laughs> like, I need that so bad. <laughs> you can do that commercial. This podcast episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> The world's crazy. Sometimes you just need to talk to a professional. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I did? I called BetterHelp. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. And I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Juice and Cynthia Kiss, for being here and chatting with me. Make sure to go follow them on the socials. Listen to their podcast when it drops on the lovely Fridays. This international franchise is going to be very exciting. And then how about we reconvene during finale time. And what if we do <gasps> Love like, that idea. you know what we should do? We should do a combo 
<gasps> uh, like a combo pod, Twitch, whatever you want to do. And then we can bring on like the top three girls. We just have like a full Momo. Let's do that. Let's do uh, it. Okay. Okay, girly. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. It's on the record right here. We said it here first, y'all. It's happening, it's happening here first, y'all. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, all of that good stuff. Give me a good review. Give us five stars. And then go over to Juices and um, Cynthia's podcast. Give them five stars. Even if you haven't listened yet, you know, five-star ratings just help the world go around. And it's going to be listen. five stars. It's a five-star experience. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> thank you for having us, Joseph. Thank you for of having course, us. Thank you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. you. Until Bye. next time, I'm Joseph Shepard, and that is Cynthia Kiss and Juicebox. Beep, 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Exposed Dragged Out, brought to you by The Dip. I'm Joseph Shepard, your host. You can follow me on all things social at Joseph A. Shepard. That's S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. You can also go to thedip.com slash RuPaul's Drag Race. The Dip with two P's dot com. That's the dip with two P's.com. Use promo code EXPOSE for 50% off your membership. And be sure to check out other podcasts from the dip, including Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, the daily pop culture podcast, Pop Chaser, TV History Podcast, TV Watch Repeat, Real Housewives Podcast, The Slut Pick Podcast, and also I Am the Cute One, America and Ashley Olsen Podcast. Until next time, I'm Joseph Shepard. You're right.